I'm sitting here watching this strand of spider silk. I'm not even sure if that's the right word for it. This soft, light thread hanging from one end to the wood and just floating just moving so gently because I'm indoors there's not really wind but there's just this little bit of moving air that it's floating with. If it weren't for this strand, I might not even realize how much the air and space around me is moving. And as it floats so softly and gently, just letting itself be swayed by the most subtle movements of energy around it. It makes me wonder, can we be like this spider silk? Like this soft, light thread. Just letting ourselves be moved and swayed breathe like this. Letting myself be moved and swayed by the most gentle movement in the breath. Letting life be a little bit easier. I think about the two opposing parts between this thread that so easily just flows with the energies around it and the spider who created it with such intention and determination. It really is that yin and yang energy the creativity of the spider, that action of the spider, and the passivity of the thread. Both strong in their own way. we really take the time to sit and observe the world around us. There's so many subtle little lessons happening. So just behind this 
image that I've described to you is a window looking out at snowy trees, birch trees, cedar trees, some fir trees, and these tiny little bits of snow are floating through the air, but then collected on the trees, on the branches, and the needles are these heavy clumps of snow. And again, it's this contrast of this really soft, flowy, easygoing energy of the floating snowflakes then this like weighted, very strong energy of the gathered snow weighing down the branches. And within both that life-giving energy of water but also that life taking energy of frozen ice. There are all these different layers to everything. So I'm just sitting here breathing with this and inviting you to be here with me. by being here with yourself. A lot of times we think of meditation as an internal awareness, focusing on what's happening within ourselves, which is a beautiful and important practice. But like everything else I've described so far, there's another side to it. There's another aspect to it, and that is the external awareness. That is, what can you learn from nature around you? There's a lot we can discover within ourselves. There's a lot we can discover in the world around us if we just sit with open eyes, so to speak, an open awareness, letting go of trying to figure something out. You know, we spend so much time in our minds trying to figure things out. We have this one issue or these selected issues that we're trying to solve. And all of our mental space is taken up by these things we're sitting in, these questions and quests, these mental quests that we're on. But then if we let that go, we decide, okay, I'm just going to set this down for a moment. 
I'm just going to not try and figure something out for a moment. Just for this little bit, I'm going to breathe. And if feelings come up, instead of trying to figure out where the feeling came from, why it's there, what I'm going to do with it, just for this moment, just for this practice that I'm in, right? There's times and places for these other things. But if we're always in one aspect of experience, right? If we're always mentally figuring out these specific things or we're always holding space and exploring our feelings, then we're missing all these other parts. And so just for this practice, can you just sit and observe, not trying to learn anything, but just being open to watching and seeing what might come up. If there's a plant or a tree or somewhere where there's nature happening, which might be just a spider in the corner, a little bug crawling by, or the remnants of a spider that came by. But even if there's not that, nature isn't something that happens in a forest. It's all around us. It's all of this. Everything you're looking at was made of something. All these material things around us, it's all from the earth somehow. Sometimes it's lots of little pieces from all over the world. Sometimes it's big pieces from specific places. So looking at the world around you, the space around you, the nature around you. All of these things that we can so easily just walk by as we walk on our mental quests. As we focus on these things that we've been told we need to focus on, we try to figure out these things we've been told we need to figure out. We've been taught. We've been taught what's, what's important and what's of value. And it makes us focus so hard on those things that we miss all the other things. Because our brains are so beautifully efficient. But if we just keep focusing on those things, everything else just becomes background noise. Background imagery. Unnoticeable 
just there to kind of set the stage for the main action, which are these things that we're trying to think through, figure out. So setting those things aside, what's here? What is there to notice here? What is there to breathe with here? often shifting between external awareness and internal awareness. And it's really beautiful when I can sit in both at once. So I'm just observing what's in front of me. not asking for anything from it, not asking it to teach me anything, but just observing and seeing what it might offer. And then shifting within as feelings come up, as thoughts come up. And then shifting back out. Maybe focusing in narrowly at one tiny little thing in front of me. Just the bud on the branch of the birch tree. just one little piece of bark peeling away. And as I focus on this one little thing in front of me. I can also notice my breath. I can also notice how it feels to observe this. attention might turn away to something else, something else catching my eye. Even my awareness, not 
holding on to it too tightly, not controlling it. Letting that be part of the practice. There are beautiful practices that involve a lot of control. A lot of taking control over what you do have control over. Controlling the breath, controlling the awareness. Picking that one point and staying fixated on it. And when the mind runs off, coming back, coming back. It's a beautiful practice. But there's also the other practice of the mind moving from place to place and just allowing that. Allowing the eyes to move, the mind to move. The breath to move, the feelings to move. Even the body, if it feels like moving, moving the body, if it feels like staying still, letting it stay still. Just really sitting in the observation, the awareness. Coming back to that floating strand. Noticing how whenever I look at it, whenever my attention finds its way to this strand, I have an emotional reaction to it. Something happens in my body. There are sensations that arise within me. I feel something looking at this. And as my attention moves elsewhere, The sensations within me shift. Even my breath shifts. As I gaze over at the birch tree I feel myself deepening my breath. It's like this yearning from within to want to breathe with the tree. There's this relationship I feel. Knowing that through my breath, 
can connect to this tree. Through this air that I'm breathing, I'm connecting to all of these trees. Even if they're outside, the air is circulated. With these exhales, I am making an offering that is being received by these trees. It might take some time to get to them, but it'll get to them in the same way that they'll come to me. These trees find their way to me through my breath. And when I look up at the sky behind the trees, an even deeper breath comes through. Something about the openness of the sky makes my lungs feel more open and expansive, or at least feel that yearning to be more open and expansive. So as you look at the space around you, floating between internal awareness and external awareness, or holding both at once. What do you notice? Pick something around you, just one thing. And the choice is not a mental one. It's not, I'm going to choose this thing. What's a good thing for me to choose to look at? No, just notice, where does your gaze go? Where do you land with your awareness? It could be anything. It doesn't have to be the thing you think it should be. Just watch your awareness land somewhere and pause there for a moment. Breathe here for a moment. Is there some sort of internal reaction as you gaze at this? What are the details of that reaction as you gaze at this? stories that show up, physical sensations, emotional sensations, 
energetic sensations. What is there to notice? What is there to feel as you notice? Just sitting in the feelings. And noticing what happens when you close your eyes. Knowing you can open them whenever you'd like. But how does your experience shift when you close your eyes? What happens? Do the feelings or the thoughts grow or expand? Does your sense of self expand in some way, or maybe some other kind of experience. Just watching whatever's coming up. And again, for this practice, playing with not trying to control the experience, playing with being aware. Watching how your awareness jumps around within you in the same way it jumped around the space around you. Feeling your relationship to the space around you from within. 
so not seeing the space around you. But knowing that as you breathe in, the space that was outside of you becomes you. And as you exhale, what was you becomes the space around you. Feeling your body against whatever you are on. Feeling your relationship to the ground. Feeling your skin's relationship to the air around you. seeing how your skin is also breathing. So picturing as you inhale all your skin cells, the ones that are exposed to air and the ones that are covered in clothes and you're inhaling through the skin and exhaling through the skin. there is to notice in this internal awareness. My heartbeat has become more apparent as I sit in this awareness within. All these subtle little details within me start to become more noticeable. It's almost like the, the big and obvious sensations, right? Like my breath or my muscles. that those things are the first thing I notice. 
So I spend some time there, noticing these things. But then once I've noticed them, once I've acknowledged them, they're not as as strong or as potent as when I first turned my awareness in. They don't take up so much space to observe after I've already started acknowledging all the details of these big and more noticeable and more obvious sensations. So then once those have been acknowledged, then there's room to notice the more subtle and small things. And I'm sure if I sat here for a really long time, my awareness of the most subtle things would expand. I would become so subtly attuned to those little things. similar to when I do practices like breath work, like deep breath work, active breath work, like the kind of breath work that's more transformational, not the subtle regulatory breath work. So when I started doing those practices, the things that were coming up were all these big surface level things. Right, so there was a lot of processing emotions, a lot of being aware of emotions and mental stories and physical sensations, a lot of processing those things, acknowledging those things. the more I do those practices those big things don't need so much space or so much clearing they don't take up so much of the practice because I've already worked through them to some extent not that there's not always more mental story and emotions and physical sensations that come up as I continue to exist as a human in this world. But as those bigger things kind of get peeled back layer by layer, then I become way more attuned to the more subtle things, the more energetic things. If you want to become very attuned to energy, feeling it, seeing it, experiencing it, sensing it through whatever senses, then 
and work on the big obvious stuff. Work on the big emotions that come up. Work on those things that when you close your eyes, you feel that. I see it so often, people who want to develop their spiritual and energetic senses, their intuition. And it's like these things other things, the emotions, the physicality seem like obstacles. You know, the I can't get the clairvoyance or clairaudience or intuition because my mind's in the way. You know, I can't get the spiritual messages because my mind's in the way or because my physical body's in the way. That's not in the way. It's not the obstacle. It's the path. That's where, you know, it's like you're walking somewhere and there's like a big rock in the road. You just have to find your way to walk over or around or through. Like you have to, you have to be with that rock and find your way to be with that rock so that you can keep going further. You know, the rock isn't just this like, okay, there's the obstacle and I have to turn around. Or this is as far as I can go. That's, I mean, that's really what the yogic path, the Ashtanga yoga path is. You know, we do these more um, obvious practices, not, not to say the obvious practices, but like working with the more obvious surface level and material things, right? You have to do the movements to work through the tensions of the body so that you can sit without being so distracted by what's happening in the body. And then once you can sit, then there's the mind. Well, you have to meditate with the mind. You have to observe the mind. You have to do all these practices with the mind stuff so that you can go a little deeper, get a little further. You can't just go right to those subtle practices, those energetic practices. There's all of these physical and mental, mental layers you have to work through first. But those things aren't really obstacles, they're the path. So whatever's here, Whatever's showing up within you, that is the path. You're already on the path. You're already getting there. You just need to one step at a time. And sometimes the step is not stepping at all, but just sitting with the big rock of emotions, physical sensations, mental sensations. observing with your awareness coming right back to where we started here with awareness 
with being here, arriving here. Seeing the space we're in for what it is, instead of just walking by it and being caught up in our mental attempts to figure things out. And by space you are in, I mean both external space you are in and internal space you are in. And the more we practice these things, the more we can practice them anywhere. So start starting with this intentional practice of sitting here and doing this. Intentionally sitting in awareness. The more we do things like this, then we can be moving through the world. And instead of checking our phones when we have to stand or sit in a space we can just sit in awareness let that be the default pattern of observing the spaces around us and within us instead of jumping to checking the phone So may this practice help you be a little more aware and maybe moving a little closer to the subtle.